Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you so much for listening to the past two um, episodes and tuning in for this third one. Um, if you really enjoyed the, the structure and style of the first two, uh, get ready to not enjoy this one. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's sort of, there's no real topic we're talking about. We're just talking about various um, things we enjoyed or didn't enjoy about the the uh, original, the, oh, the original trilogy, the only trilogy. Um, what are you doing? I was getting to water. <laughs> cool. So I uh, hope you enjoy this one. Thank you for listening so far. So I saw Back to the Future at a pop culture, like a cinema screening recently, which was what really clued me into the fact that the first one is an out-and-out comedy, because the entire audience was just laughing the entire time. Yeah, yeah. like, but the film was getting wall-to-wall laughs. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, to see a movie on any, every movie changes when you see it on a big screen. Again, right? Yeah, I got to see it on a big screen two, three years ago, and mm. it was, and it was, um, because it was one that, they, you know, when Rick and him, Mm. Does uh, reckon we're probably the same screening? Probably, yeah. <laughs> they do. Um, they do their like um, pop culture screens or they should screen old movies. And then um, I was at a different mall at the time with my girlfriend, and we saw. Um, and I'd seen it ages before, and been like, "Oh, Back to the Future's playing there in like two months." And then I was like, "Holy shit, Back to the Future starts in like half an hour." <laughs> I was like, "Should we go?" Like, I was like, you, you, I was, "I'd love to see it on the big screen." She's like. I've never seen it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like fucking grabbed her arm. I was like, we're Fiction getting point. in the car now <laughs> I've met, and yeah. going and watching it. And, and like, well, she we don't it. see it. <laughs> I've met a few people in the last couple of years who like, I've never really seen Back to the Future. And like, I don't know how to articulately express my disappointment, my excitement, mm. my like all these yeah. different emotions come out and this like, <laughs> and like, I need them to see it. And yeah. like, but you can't just watch the first one. Like, you yeah, have to watch the trilogy in one sitting. That's <laughs> I get so worried if I show it to someone now that I'm like, you, you're not going to enjoy it on as many levels as I am. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, you know, like Frank with the Professor Frank with the thing. It's like, can I play with it? No, you want to enjoy it. <laughs> it's like that. Because um, it's so ingrained in my childhood. I'm like, I love it so much and I'm going to be so crushed if you don't love it that much. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you could jumping it on it now. Yeah. And I get worried that, that there wouldn't In happen. terms of mainstream appeal, I'd say the second one is Age of the Beast. That's the one you could show to kind of anyone and that yeah. there's enough in there that they would enjoy it. Back to the Future 1 is almost probably aged. In one sense, if you're, if you're showing it to someone that doesn't have a palate for good movies and they just want to like, they're a big, you know, they yeah. only eat blockbuster trash. Back to the yeah. Future 1 probably wouldn't go over very well. 2 and 3 would because they're, they're really, yeah. you know, high concept action adventure films and the first one's kind of low concept by comparison yeah mm. like the first one is, is strangely somehow managed to be so of its time I mean it's such a period piece it's like so many references to the 80s and the 50s but it's it's so of its time and, and has would be horribly dated but it's so timeless mm. did, as kids watching the first one did you guys see the 80s as modern day? I, I don't know. Did, I think you, know, so, did yeah. you view 1985 as current period? I saw it in the 90s I, I, so yeah, I would have seen it in the 90s and I, yeah, yeah, I would have been like it was just modern day to me. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, a lot of the, there's so many cultural references though, American references that 
as a kid, I, they were just part of the dialogue and it worked. But as an adult sitting there watching, I was like, I definitely didn't understand the joke as a kid. I barely understand it now <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like 20 years later and I don't have any. Like, yeah, what's yeah. that? What's it? Yeah, like, uh, what's it? Pepsi Free or Coke Light or whatever. No, there's like a, yeah, yeah. a joke. Yeah, 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 Pepsi Free. Never made sense to me ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just you, thought Marty was ping a little shit. Okay, here's, here's a game we can play. <laughs> Who is the most obscure recurring character you can you can think of? Terry. Who's Terry? So, and I mentioned this to you earlier today. It bugged me. I just Googled this and found this out today. Um, so, you know, the guy that's like, wish I could go back in time, put some money on the cubbies. Hey, <laughs> when does this happen? Wait, in, the, in the second... Um, the guy the double ties. Yeah, the, yeah, 2015. Um, the one, and he's, bought, he's in horrible old man makeup. And I was always like, why is this guy made up? Um, because, like, shouldn't they just get an old guy to play that character? <laughs> Turns out he's the guy that, in, in, later on, in 1955, Bill's um, Biff... Um, three hundred dollars for his car. It's the same guy. Mm. It's supposed to be the same character. What's the point? Oh, same um, character. And so the thing is, and it, this is a deleted scene, and and because they talk about oh yeah, November twelfth, nineteen fifty five. Oh, like also this um like convergence point for everything that's ever happened. Yeah. The reason Biff goes back to that date is because he sees Terry, and Terry's like. Oh, you stole me three hundred dollars for the car. And he's like, oh, I remember. And he's like, oh no, I don't. And he's like, no, I remember the date. It was November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five. I remember it like huh. it was yesterday. And Biff goes, huh, I remember that date. And that's why he goes back to that date. That's a really. Int- it's interesting. They felt the need to explain why it would be that date. Yeah. Well, because I was just thought, oh, it would be in the time period because it says because um, it says where you were. Well, you're going. Also, I just thought like that's a, a good a... period to go back and give it to your younger self yeah, just yeah. before you leave high school. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's something funny I noticed in part. We're just rambling this point. So much this is going to get cut, right? But um, back to future part two. There's the bit where Biff is reading Ooh La La dressed in the dust jacket of the almanac mm-hmm. and Strickland is uh, talking to him and he goes, he's like, one of these days I'm going to get you right where I want you in detention. It's like, dude, it's the 50s. Just take him to detention and spank him while you're there. Like, <laughs> you can just throw this kid into detention. What's yeah. the, like, it's like a real cop line. Of, I'm going to get you one yeah, day. Yeah, I just yeah. need the paperwork in the right court. And yeah. like, no, you're the teacher. Just throw him in detention. I know, like, how, you know, they're that same bit that annoyed me um, today when I was watching it or... No, yesterday when I was watching when he um when he grabs it and he's like sports statistics and you can see that it's ooh la la, he's because yeah. he, he, he looks mm. at the cover and then he's flicking through and he goes oh you're looking at sports this homework and it's like and no it's it's girls you can see that Strickland <laughs> like uh, um <clears throat> did you guys pick up that Strickland was the um I think he's the sheriff in the old world oh yeah yes um, like the first time like, yeah that's so crazy I picked up one of the most because I was like I was like. Uh, <laughs> I was, he also didn't know about Eastwood Ravine until he came over and I was like I was like see that's called Eastwood and he was like oh I never noticed that what? how is that my voice how is that my voice I don't even oh, sound and, like okay that. on that note I actually, I don't have notes like, the doc completely throws Marty under the bus in part 3 dressing him up like a pink cowboy <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they were looking at photos of what the people dressed like earlier on in the movie yeah yeah, and he's like, "No, you. What is there? Must be a deleted scene that explains that outfit. That would, it's. Wait, yeah. They explain it in dialogue. Yeah, he's like, like you ever seen you ever, a, ever seen a western? Yeah, but so why does Marty go? Okay, I'll go back in this. He should surely he knows he's going to get shot. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's um, dressed ridiculously. So I want to back What's to your most obscure. Yeah, back to. Then? I don't know if this is even correct, which is hilarious because why would I bring it up on the internet? <laughs> so. We like what, what what this was inspired by was the fact that Goldie Goldie Horn Goldie Wilson Goldie Wilson Goldie yeah, Horn's a real person. Goldie yeah. Wilson Goldie oh. Wilson is the mayor in 1985. You see him in 1955. Yeah, he's and a then he's selling shilling cars in yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then his his the third is the mayor in 19 uh, yeah. 20, 2015. And I like that the creators were like, we're going to have this obscure character, but yeah. it gets deeper, right? I'm pretty sure I could be wrong on this, 
I'm pretty sure the mayor in 1955 is the homeless bum in 1985 who wakes up when the DeLorean comes back. That's um, oh, common. Really? That's common misconception. Is it? But oh, yeah, because okay. that's a huge oh, fan theory. But I think the um, the creators have, have um, dispelled okay. it. Um, <laughs> hey, well, screw that then. Cool. Yeah, no, but because then he, he does because he calls him Red. And the second one, he comes back, he's like, greasy, drunk, pedestrian driver. Um, but yeah, no, that, that would be cool, but I'm pretty sure the creators have... Um, oh, that's a shame. Um, ...dispelled that, that rumour. Um, one thing that only started to bug me recently about the films is why does um, Marvin Berry um, tell, <laughs> tell Marty, let's do something that really cooks, when he just fucked up Earth Angel? <laughs> <laughs> Like that, surely that's an easy song, and and he's like sitting there sweating, like with his like just staring at his hands, and then he's like, "Hey man, that was good. Let's do. Yeah, hey, you take some just stage for Sorry guys, our guitarist had a problem. We thought we had it covered. This white boy doesn't know what like, he's doing. How weird must Marty look to him? And he's just like, you these, right, these guys are high. They've just been going out of the car smoking reefer, and then and then Marty's just like." Profusely sweating, staring at this photograph and looking at his hand, and just fucking up this song. And then he's like, "Yeah, man, you you take it, man." Um, you guys got any, any more points? Um, I don't know. Uh, Back to the Future Part Three. The Doc leaves the DeLorean in a mine shaft. Leaves a lot to chance that it will get to them. And he does bury it. Yeah. yeah, but in a mine, like yeah, yeah, that earthquakes. Is- yeah, or just anything like someone might have discovered it and been like, "This is a what the hell have I discovered?" That's yeah. a side Ron, movie right there. Do you right know there. about um, the four DeLorean phenomenon? No. So like when brief period, when yeah. Biff, old Biff, goes back to 1955 yeah. to meet young Biff, there are four DeLoreans existing at the same time. In the same time period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's the yeah there's the one that Biff took back. <laughs> there's the one hidden behind the billboard. There's the um, flying one and the one buried in the mine shaft. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But then the thing is that it's kind of at that point Doc hasn't gone to the past yet. So the one probably mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah. be in the mind. It's, it's a theory depending on how you look at time, time travel. The time travel well, yeah, all does, back to the future is everything is like, that happened... Is that how it always no, happens? No, that's yeah. not. Back to the Future time travel rules is time happens, so you go back and change changing. something, and then it slowly course corrects as, right, it, as right, it goes right. on. Yeah, which is, which is interesting because it's, it's an interesting, it's the most paradoxical way to look at time travel. It's cool well, because I mean, it, it, it um, takes care of uh, plot holes though. Why wasn't Marty in the rafters in the first movie? Because that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but the biggest plot hole, right, is how does Biff get back to the future? From 1985 when he drops off the almanac. Well, he should be going back to an alternate to the, future. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But, um, Marty it's kind, it's kind of shown that... Um, I think this is one of the things that the, the creators have been asked about. Is that it's it's shown to be like a ripple effect. And because yeah. he's going like um, 60 years, it, it hasn't rippled to that yet. Perfect. That's their explanation. Perfect. That, that doesn't mean anything to me. But uh, yeah, I just... Plot holes. Um, we can live with them. Cool. Yeah. Got anything more? I just I don't know yeah go now if you got if you got nice but, go like for it. one of the first We're things I wanted to do yeah you can just cut all my ramblings out just those opening bars <laughs> and the music just yeah the music is um, the music's incredible I really want to do a video that where we go we ride the music and we cut from Back to the Future to Predator and backwards and forwards because the music is like almost identical same composer almost oh, identical okay. sounding in places the Predator soundtrack yeah. yeah yeah what I like about the music is that as soon as I hear it, I feel the oxytocin seeping into my brain. And like the... And you see my, the logo? Yeah, my endorphin levels rise, and I'm like... 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that we see the exact logo of the movie in the film. Like, you don't really get that a lot. Mm. We see the, you know, the actual worst, logo. Like, very, like, example of that is Indiana Jones, the series, right? The first one, it's just Raiders of the Lost Ark, just the text. The second one is the logo mm. in Temple of Doom. The third oh, one's yeah, just right. the text, and the fourth one's just the text. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Where's your trilogy grid? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, one thing I picked up on when I was a kid and looking at it now I'm impressed that I can't I, I, that this bugged me as a kid or oh, not bugged me but I was just like hmm is this how it would work you know when um, in the second one when um, Marty drops the sandbags on the goons mm-hmm. and then um, I know you're gonna say. first movie Marty walks over them yeah. and he wouldn't have done that yeah. is Marty just like having a memory shoved into his brain yeah yeah. Yes. Like he breaks in and goes, like, right. oh! his nose starts bleeding yeah. and he gets flashes. Butterfly effect starts. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes roll back into his head. Then he's like, that was heavy. I gotta go get back to the future. <laughs> I, I'd love to see, I would have loved to see just a reaction shot of um, Back to the Future 2, Marty, and, and his um, spy gear um, being like, fuck. Yeah. And like, just kind of like realizing that he's got a new memory. Because mm. that, that's the only time that anything like that happens, I'm yeah, pretty sure, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. I've got a couple more questions. Like, why did Marty not just take a couple of weeks to chill out in 1985 before going back to the old West to save Doc? They had a working time machine going. Yeah. Why didn't he just chill out? Like, do a bit of research, figure out how yeah. he's going to do things. He was in 1950. Oh, you mean go back yeah. to the... At the, to the, at the very start yeah. of part three, why are they in a rush all the time? Oh, in 1955, yeah, yeah. He could have done some research. He could have learned to trade and then gone <laughs> back. And he could have... Also, why did he go back with so little time to spare? He could have gone back and anticipated Doc's arrival. Yeah, yeah. He could Doc have, could have fallen out of the sky and Marty been like, it's all good, man, I've got a working time machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, then there's no film, I guess. But. Yeah, because yeah, he could have gone, because he knows he's been there for eight months, why did he go back to the date he sent the letter? When he's gone, he got a week to save him. That's, I think, what I don't like about it. But they, they, they have to do that because they need ticking clock. It's because part, it's, that's yeah. what makes it feel yeah. like a Back to the Future movie again. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, well, I, and he says that in the movie, he's like, why do we cut these things so close? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was like, Sorry, yeah. AJ came over when I was watching the end of the third one and I was with the whole train sequence and I was like I hate this bit because I'm always on the edge of my seat I'm seeing- <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 50 times, and it's so tense. <laughs> On that note, like, how great are the two sequences in one and two with, like, oh, here's the model, I'm so sorry I didn't have time to pay yeah, the yeah. scale. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's so bright. Like, it's such a great and the model, like You could kind of buy why they had to do that model in, in the reality of the movie for the moment and the characters. You can kind of buy why they had to do the scale model to understand them for themselves. Nothing that happens in the train version of the model is anything that needs clarifying <laughs> the characters. It's just, yeah. <laughs> and, Don, and Marty's like, what's that mean? Point of no return. Oh, that's when we can't turn back. How I, stupid I is Marty? So I watched it last night. Point of no return. How does Marty not know what that means? We as the audience should be able to see it. So I don't know. Clara walks in and she's like walking and she finds this diagram and she looks and she goes time machine and I'm like how do 
you know that's a time machine? And she turns around with the word time machine written on it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? That's not like that's not good writing. That's not what I've come I to. I do expect. love, and I think I maybe only noticed it for the first time this watch, that that sequence where Clara comes into the the shed and they've got to cover up the time machine is just a complete reversal yeah, of the yeah. scene. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd never even picked up. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's probably, I love, um, yeah. yeah. And Doc, like Doc's facial expressions in the first I, one. He just got these crazy eyes. Yeah, I like the way Doc is, is in love in the third one. It adds a lot to his character. Yeah. Leah Thompson is just tragically underutilised in, yeah, in yeah. really part two and three. I mean, she should No, been, I think she's great in two. I think she's, she's, she's kind of so You one of these things, you can have them. I think she's, She's appropriately used in number two and that okay. sort of... and completely not yeah, used yeah. in number three. I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. what, the original version of part two would have been Marty going to see his meeting his parents in, high, in college years or something, wasn't it? I don't know. When they're going to do know. the 60s or something? I, I mean, don't you kind of wish they'd just gone, guys, the ending on number one was a joke. We're going to make a completely different <laughs> That'd movie. That'd be so funny if it's like, we're all going, we don't need roads. He's like, and then just lands. Like, I was just, just, just fucking with you. Okay, you can't go into the future. <laughs> it's impossible with time travel. Out of time when he arrives to get Marty. He just doesn't um, happen. None of it. Do you guys want to talk yeah, about... Yeah, why is he in a rush? Why is the doc ever in a rush? Do you guys want yeah. to talk about the fact that um, Seamus McFly married a woman played by Leah Thompson despite the fact that she's not related to... Yeah, again, well, it's yeah, a problem, right? Yeah, the, 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 the lineage... <laughs> Shane Fly is great, though. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, I didn't even realise that... I mean, I reckon... I, as a kid, I never realised that the characters were doing double duties. I yeah, reckon like, that, that um, it on VH, Seamus McFly would have originally been cast as Crispin Glover. And then when Crispin Glover... Oh my god, I forgot out. one of my coolest things from the continuing the franchise. <laughs> oh, you have this... Things have gone wrong. There's some... Post, there's some... Uh, you need a par- you need a paradox storyline in there somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. You've got all that footage of Marty in those classic scenes being played by another actor. That's your paradox oh, moment. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That footage has never been publicly seen, so it wouldn't feel like yeah. people people that don't know the franchise as well as diehards might see that and go, "That is incredible! How the hell did they pull that off?" Yeah. Like those are the same shots from the original, but there is a different actor playing Marty, and you do this paradox where Marty's a different mm, Marty is the product of a different set of parents and shit. That w- that's <laughs> fucking incredible. So there's bits to my I my vision of the franchise continuing that is like, mm, that could work. I feel kind of bummed out that my great idea has been seen as the worst of the three. Um, but on that note, I would just like to say that um, uh, Robert Zemeckis, if you're listening, these guys aren't invited to, to write the Back to the Future TV show. Remember, I said this is what I this is the clusterfuck I think they would make. And so I almost so would love though. to see that. Yeah, yeah like um, I want to see it then go back in time and, and stop and it from stop happening. It. Yeah. I love because um, there's that, that, that documentary Back in Time that's kind of new, um, and they talk about the Eric Stoltz footage and stuff like that, and they're like, we would this documentary would not exist if we released if it was filmed with Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. They're like, there wouldn't be a Back to the Future two. They wouldn't have a legacy at all, mm-hmm. and like just because like. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's a great actor. He's just not as like... He's not Marty. Yeah, he's not Marty. He's just not as like relatable and hilarious. Like the, the, the shot of where he like kind of the first, like, the, you're George McFly. The, yeah, the, when, he, yeah. the pan, when he like leans in front of him yeah. and like you see Eric Stoltz do that because I think that's like one of the only shots they've released. It's just... It's not... It's, it's like, like face is hilarious. I'm, a, I'm in a drama is how mm. Eric Stoltz does. He goes like, you're George McFly. Yeah, we're and like, you're and George <laughs> it's one of the ultimate movies I was like I would love to be in this and I would I think probably all of us would say well, I would love to play Biff more I, than anyone I would love to play Marty but I don't think I could so I, th- mm. I would love to play yeah, see, I think I Biff. could play Marty but I um... <laughs> <laughs> but no like Biff would just be so much fun mm. like he's got he's probably got the most yeah he would definitely have like the most um, makeup and... like range of characters yeah, as well yeah. like 
distinct different personalities the other thing with a, a part four is you'd have to find a way to get Crispin Glover back in there yeah. just for shits and giggles yeah, yeah. well like, him, him and Rob, Robert Zemeckis are on good terms now but he hates yeah. Bob Gale Bob Gale keeps flirting with the, the in his interviews he said like that footage will eventually get out the ultimate footage yeah I just hope I'm alive to see it when it does because I'm just yeah, yeah. out of morbid curiosity I just really want to see that footage yeah I have you you've seen the Back in Time documentary you seen it? So, yeah. I, I hate Bob Gale after watching that he's such a prick I imagine like, this, big, <laughs> this big fat dude sitting on like this pile of money and he's like I'm back to the future and I deserve all the recognition for it. Oh, it's the screenplay they hand out in screenplay class, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, at what point do you earn your merit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, how much of that was Robert Zemeckis as well? Because Robert Zemeckis is humble and yeah. soft-spoken and is just like... He's like, yeah, we made this great film. And Bob Gale's like, I made this great film. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Robert Zemeckis would be able to helm the movie where you have two actors playing CG younger versions of himself. Yeah. He's that level of you know he understands technology and he would he would make it look right i'm sure yeah watching them now um there's so because when, when i was young i was like oh i, I, like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm clever for understanding how, how they did this it's like you have um you just film the shot twice the reacting to each other and there's like um but the shots are so dynamic well yeah there, it, there's a but, lot of but they have this very very controlled movement yeah. to them <laughs> and usually you can see which character yeah. is the optical man because um, they look 2D yeah. and they've got like a but weird shadow on them when Leah them. Thompson's character in the old west can't remember her name remember Maggie um, yeah. when Maggie Maggie, when Maggie Seamus and Marty are walking and oh, it's, Seamus, it's terrible it's clearly Marty the one that's not there yeah. because she the turns eye. and says to him and her eye line is like looking like like, like at his chest. That. Well, not even at his, like, past his shoulder. Yeah, through yeah. each other and off to different yeah, angles. Yeah, yeah it's That's so funny. Um, I don't think I even noticed that. It's interesting how incestual the lineage of um, the, McFly the McFly family is. It's like, because it, it looks like they just keep fucking their own children. And then, <laughs> like, um, and then even Jennifer kind of looks like Lorraine. Yeah. Like, the same, he's obviously got a type. Yeah. And it's, and it's his mum. <laughs> it's weird that, okay, consider this. Don't all um, okay, uh, Michael J. Fox married Leah Thompson in 1885. They give birth to a, to a few more lineage. At some point, one of those babies was Crispin Glover, who then gave birth to, uh, who then married another Leah Thompson, and then gave birth to another Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And then Michael J. Fox gives birth to two more Michael J. Foxes. Yeah. I'd love to see Strange, the, right? the full lineage. To yeah. see if it's just Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox. Crispin Glover, Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox. And also, isn't it weird that there's a very significant Biff descendant we never meet in between Griff and Biff? Mm. Like, that, that, Part that... Four, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. What, <laughs> what is, Biff's dad. He we, could play what, Biff's what dad is, and without his makeup. What is, yeah. Griff's, what is Griff's dad and Biff's son's character's name? The Griff. T- Diff. No, Diff. He's Biff is Biff Jr. He's been yeah, Biff yeah. Jr. all along. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, cool. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see grown up Biff played by the same actor without it. Like, yeah. I dare, if they do part four, there's something cool you can do where they, no one, no one needs age makeup. Mm. Yeah. You have to be de-aged for certain yeah. sequences. A lot but. harder. <laughs> um, <laughs> look probably a lot better. Some of the age. Uh, Back to the Future Part One, all of the age makeup works. Back to the Future Part Two and Three, I don't. Find yeah, it's it. weird. Yeah, Other than weird. Seamus McFly looks great. And yeah. I reckon um, Mad Dog Tannen looks great yeah. as well. But he's not aged though. Yeah, but he's like, like looking different. playing he's different characters. A little I reckon the, the the different characters work so much better in part three than part two like uh, Martina McFly and Marty McFly Jr. is 
quite good. He he plays him really well. Yeah. I think. Anyway, okay, we should probably wrap uh, up. Um, oh, that's so much more we could talk about. Yeah. Do, do I, knew, I knew this would happen. Yeah. Just keep throwing so, stuff no, okay, away. Here's, here's what's happened, and you'll know this when you listen to this is a three parter. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping in line with uh, the original trilogy. I'm not kidding. I'm going to release this in three parts because I don't want to. Because no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, no one's oh, going to listen to it. Like, and everyone will be like, oh, part two is the best. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but only like me and all the, all the critic and audience scores will be like, oh, I really liked one and three was all right, but two was the worst. <laughs> so I think we'll probably wrap up now. Um, before we go into franchise roulette, I'll just end on this nugget. Um, my Back to the Future DVD is the trilogy, and it's a picture of um, the DeLorean. And the number plate in the movie is out of time, as we know. On this, it's BK number two FUT. Back to FUT. Back to the Future is the only, I think, um, like uh, the, the trilogy I, I have owned on every um, like um, different mm, format. format yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shall we make like trees and get yeah. out of here? Yeah. All, All right. right. Should we move on to a uh, random Random franchise rule? Random franchise random. 52. What is it? Play again. Did you hear that? No. 52. <laughs> franchise number 52 is. 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 Spider Man. Oh. The Raimi film specifically. Oh, okay. Not. Yeah, it was like three movies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we have oh. Amazing Spider-Man on there? Oh yeah, number yeah. six. Uh, yeah, so well, you, you got the better of the two Spider-Mans. Yeah, <laughs> three I've seen like um, or like two um Sam Raimi trilogies. Mm. One oh. quite soon after the other. Mm. Um, I'm going into I'll probably bring this up more in the podcast. Um, just because I like to tease it a little bit. Um, I remember coming out of Spider-Man three thinking I'd seen the best film I'd ever seen. Yeah, I'd met her, Yeah, It's a, not a great movie by any stretch. Yeah, I was like... I'm <laughs> satisfied. It was, yeah, I was I like, was man, great. I was like, this is the best film fantastic. I've ever seen. And I've, there's only two other films that I've walked out of feeling the same way. Transformers and Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Rowan, thank you for joining us Thanks on this, this, this triple podcast. Um, <clears throat> do you want to plug anything you know, plug your yeah, where YouTube channel find you other than nah. the comment section of Hoyt's Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> uh, no oh yeah no nah, I, nah, I don't need to plug follow me <laughs> follow me on Twitter what's your, what's your Twitter Rowan Strang Rowan Strang there you go alright <laughs> cool okay and if you like us you can find us at cockpopshire.com and the cockpopshire YouTube channel and the cockpopshire Twitter and cockpopshire at gmail no 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 cockpopshiremedia <laughs> at gmail.com um, we also have a SoundCloud which you might be listening to this on thank you very much for listening tune in and however I don't know the distance since this is a three-parter but whenever we do this eight weeks. Go, to, go to iTunes and rate them five stars Aww. let us know what pop culture awesomeness you want to pop hear about culture cool cool um, yeah, yeah cool five star ratings yeah well, thanks everyone if, if anyone listened to all three of those yeah <laughs> that's it we're done that's the whole that's the trilogy of podcasts hope you really hope you enjoyed them um we really enjoyed making them and it's been really fun uh, listening to them over and over again as I've re-edited them. I've probably listened to it more times than the amount of people who will listen to them at all um, combined. But um, yeah, so because this one was a three-part and it tr- kind of screwed up our fortnightly um, uh, template, you'll be getting the Spider-Man um, 
podcast next week. That's right. There's going to be five, five film franchise fortnights in a row, which completely spits in the face of our titling scheme. Everything we believe in. Yeah. But hey, it's either that or wait, bloody eight weeks or so between yeah. episodes. So yeah. Hope you'd enjoy you hope uh, hope you enjoyed this one and the last three and I hope you all enjoy this one. Enjoy yeah, that too. Except for like the um legal weather one. We're still <laughs> kinda of finding our feet. Yeah, we're sorry. Alright. Should we redo Legal Weather? Uh, as like a twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. In 20, we'll 25 great. years. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Thank you for listening everybody. Um God bless, I don't know. <laughs>